0: Movie, movie,
1: podcast.
0: Movie, movie, podcast. 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 Are you getting this? (laughs) That's fine. I'm not built for social isolation.
2: Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. (laughs) Episode number 97. Keeping going on the off topics. I am your host, Tiggs, And with me, as always, are Peter.
3: You guys even see the rails? Because we're so far off them.
0: Russ... I'm doing just fine, you guys.
2: <laughs> and Alex. Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Already off to a great start. This week's Off Topic Cast, we're going to be talking about what Peter just called bottle movies. Um, Peter, would you like to explain that a little bit?
3: Sure. Uh, bottle movies, kind of like uh, anything that's takes place almost entirely or primarily in a single location. Mm. Famously like a uh, 12 angry men, if you would.
2: Ah, well, very good. Now, Peter, instead of me calling on who I want to go next, how about this week? You take the reins. Oh, great. That's a very fun idea. Um, you know what? I'm, we
3: kind of talked about this the other day, and I would like to hear more about it because it's a kind of a movie I hate. And it was, and just am so confused that it got, the style of remake it got. Um, Russ, can you tell us about Funny Games?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll tell you about Funny Games. Um, funny Games. This this actually deserves a little bit of a of an R down, so I'm gonna just do that. Nice. Um, Missed those. Funny Games, directed by Michael. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Haneke, Haneke, Hane, Whatever. Um, two violent young men take a mother, father, and son hostage in their vacation cabin and force them to play sadistic games with one another for their own amusement. Ooh. Um, so that's the description of the 1997 German film uh, or Austrian um, funny games. I watched both versions, so I will give you the rust down of that one as well. Two psychopathic young men take a family hostage in their cabin. same director same writer I yesterday watched the original which I hadn't seen and it is a shot for shot prequel of the shot for shot remake nothing is different (laughs) really not one nothing is different
3: except it's in the English language
0: sure that's and and Michael Pitts in the remake because of course Um, the point I don't under I understand what this movie was trying to do if it came out in two thousand seven. I do not understand what it's trying to comment on in nineteen ninety nine or nineteen ninety seven. Um, yeah, this this is a movie that's more about movies than it is a movie. Right. Um, it's more about like our relationship to violence because this this all this entire movie takes place. I guess its bottle location is like a summer house, and like a uh, you know you you figure upper middle class family sort of being accosted by these like I don't know evil white guys. And in 1997, I don't understand what this movie's commenting on at all because that's pre Columbine, that's pre a lot of the terrible inflection points in society that you could say desensitized us to violence in film. So I don't really understand what he's trying to say. Yeah, and then he makes the exact same movie, which I think is just complete. uh, That's balls right there. Nothing is different. Does it have to rewind
2: as well in the in the new one?
0: The the rewind happens in the exact same spot. Wow. Nothing. I'm telling you, the only thing that's different is when they um, look for the dead dog. This movie kills dogs. Uh, When they look for the dead dog, it's in a different. The car is in a different spot.
3: Way to spoil our uh, theme for next week. Oh man! Yeah, sorry. The, the sorry. this movie kills dogs podcast.
0: <laughs> this movie kills twice, um, <laughs> and it's also a different kind of dog. So those are like the two biggest differences in the movie. But uh, the American one, maybe it's because I'm American. It's better, really, because that that came out well if this movie is not really made to be a movie that's entertaining and it's made to be more of like a, uh, art film or discussion piece, it works way better in 2007. When you think about what 2007 horror was, that was mostly torture porn. And when you think about horror movies and, and thrillers, you know, all of our themes kind of come from somewhere like, uh, like the like the slasher movies of the '80s were all about keeping the kids in line or whatever. What was to, what did torture porn come from?
2: I feel like it came from Funny Games, yeah. and then it ended up commenting on yeah. itself.
0: But is that that's the only thing that makes sense? Is like Funny Games made this, and then Funny Games sent send it a, sent it up because they're both weird weirdly comedic. But I. I I get it in two thousand seven because that's like middle of Saw pre Eli Roth or right at the beginning of Eli Roth. Right. I don't, I just don't know.
3: No, that's like post how that
0: movie any earlier. Saw's two thousand four,
3: Hostel's two thousand five.
0: Yeah, so like we're in our torture porn phase now, right. and then Funny Games comes out, and that is very much torture porn by by definition, but it's clearly winking at the camera, but I don't exactly n- completely know why unless it's just a foreign movie made to confound Americans. I don't know. But I find it enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see it? I, I,
1: I, I have, I've only seen the original one once in college. That was it. I never saw the remake because I heard it was exactly the same. It's the exact same. Uh, yeah, and I, I think was that at a time, too, when, like, if someone was remaking things, they just figured people wouldn't go see one with subtitles.
2: <laughs> like, like
0: I mean, what, maybe because like, uh, Funny uh, Games was ten years, the yeah, original exactly. was ten years prior. So it's an, it's entirely possible that that's true. But I do think um, if we're try, if if a bottle movie is gonna have a shitload of attention, like he does all the things really 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 well, the scene i think can that's probably where this movie loses most people which because it's like the, what is the point
2: other oh, rewinds what about like the only other thing i can think of that this could possibly be commenting on is like scream and those teen slasher movies that were that end up becoming big in the 90s at some point right um i know what you did last summer uh final destination or was that 2000 um but but those times, 99 i think yeah
3: yeah. yeah, but this is like hot on the heels of Scream. It would, it, and it was, I guess, it would kind of be in the almost too early to be doing that. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and, and I mean, I guess if memory serves, it's like,
0: is it? It's just kind of like a takedown of '90s middle class. Like, oh, there's, there's probably definitely some class. I mean, there. I, I feel like I, I have to be in college and smoke all the drugs to fully get this movie <laughs> and. and the first one came out when I was in middle school. And the second one came out a year... or And the remake came out a year after I was out of college. So I missed the sweet spot to see these movies. Um, but, yeah, I know. And I watched them both yesterday. It was a very, very weird four hours of my <laughs> life.
1: How funny... Would which, which is the funniest game? If you had um, to rank them.
0: If I had to rank the game's... I just like the egg game at the beginning where they're getting the four eggs and then they smash them and then they get four more and then they smash those and then they just want all of the eggs. It's
2: just such a waste of eggs.
0: If they just let them take the eggs and let them play their stupid little first and third, second beat game, they'd be alive now. (laughs) So I guess the moral of the story is don't be rich, white, summer away at a place and... uh, get annoyed once the people who ask you to borrow eggs ruin eight of the 12. I don't know Very. This is a movie that I can't even recommend either one because it, it's kind of like, I don't want people to, and I kind of like this movie, but I don't want people to know that and judge me. <laughs> so I won't recommend this. Just understand if you want to see people go through hell where it mostly doesn't work out, see Funny Games. All right. It's not that funny though. Aw. And the guy made he made it why of all the movies he's made why this one twice. What?
1: What other movies has he
0: done? Uh, you ever see Amour? Right. That was like the greatest movie ever. Oh yeah. And I'm that shocked is... that he didn't America that because that movie is brilliant. Yeah,
2: he's got a whole but like if you look at the Criterion Collection and stuff, he's got like. 10 movies uh i think
0: what i think the first funny games is criterion they're both criterion now it's it's a it's a, uh, it's a set oh. with both of them on it oh that's cool i yeah. want that
2: i thought about buying it recently they just had a 50 percent off sale <laughs> haven't gotten it yet
0: though it's also one of michael pitt's most michael pitt roles ever Ooh. and i think you know what i mean i just mean he's a big old weirdo <laughs>
2: yeah, <he's a> big <laughs> yeah weirdo. that's what we were hoping for all right very good Pete, keep it going. You're running this thing.
3: Oh, oh, uh, don't I mean? Don't we usually have uh, the person who just talked pick?
2: Not last time. Well, fair enough. Um, then you know what? It's a good, good, good point, Tiggs. Why don't you
3: tell us about the mist?
2: Yeah, the mist. Also from 2007. Um. Good year. Good year. Good year for movies. Good year Miss for Grant. bottle movies, I guess. Um. So after a storm uh, rages through uh, a small town. Uh, A father and his son go to a supermarket when a strange mist starts to descend upon the town and a man starts running screaming that there's creatures in the mist uh, runs into the supermarket and tells them to shut and lock the doors Um, and then it is a group of people stuck within a supermarket freaking out and trying to figure out what is going on outside um, it, it it evolves and devolves into some crazy and awesome situations. Um, most notably, uh, Marcia Gay Harden as like the crazy religious okay. zealot person
0: mm-hmm. is she's uh, awesome in this. She
2: is fantastic. I thought that was like an
0: Oscar-worthy performance. I 100
2: yeah. percent agree. Supporting. Like, yeah, like that. The her performance in this elevates. Like you constantly believe it, and like when everyone starts joining her, you're just like, I mean, she's terrible, but. Yeah, I'd like it. This, I, I could see all these people doing this right now. She is so horribly charismatic that it makes perfect sense. Um, it is it is about uh, people trying to come to grips with the unknown about what is outside. And then, well, what's actually outside is a bunch of space monsters. Um, it eventually <gasps> interdimensional, <laughs> interdimensional monsters. Um yeah, which which eventually gets uh, brought up by one of the uh, the army guys that was also inside of the supermarket at the time, talking about how they were doing experiments and uh, something opened up and they weren't able to close off uh, the hole, and that's where all this stuff came from. Um, I've seen this movie a couple of times. Was well, that? Go ahead. Oh no no was that Star Killer that said that? Uh... The guy from
1: uh, Force Awakens, oh, not Force Awakens, uh, Force Unleashed.
2: Oh, I think so. Yes, I think you're 100 percent right. That is Star Killer. Um, yeah. <laughs> after killing some Wookies. Oh, uh, Sam Witwer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. He's in everything. He really Genre. is in everything. Um, yeah. So uh, that ends up coming out. Uh, Marsha Gay Harden then has everybody s- stab this dude and then throw him to the creatures as a sacrifice. Um, which is, it's it's all so disturbing. Um. And just when you think it can't get any more disturbing, uh, the ending of this movie is like bonkers and nuts and, and uh, just so bleak. It's crazy. Um, Watching this movie this time in color. I've also uh, on the original DVD set. You could get it in black and white as well. The black
0: and white is awesome.
2: Yeah, it is. The black and white is probably the way to watch watch it. Yeah. It very much is the way to watch it. Um, Based on the Stephen King uh, novella of the same name, um, it's it's just super good and tense, and well, there are people cheering outside right now. Um,
3: oh, it's 7 o'clock. People cheer for medical workers, apparently.
2: That's, I, yeah, that is exactly what is happening. Is that right been,
0: how long has that been happening for? Like, a, a, weeks. It's about a week now. Oh, nerds, I'm behind. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but if you haven't seen this movie, this is... Like, it's got a couple of jump scares, but mostly you are just, like, enthralled and tensed about the entire situation that they're in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I don't, I, I would say if, if you're not doing well with quarantine right now, this might be the worst movie to watch. <laughs> That's pretty <probably laughs> true. Um, what, do, what do you say they, I, I'm trying to remember the timeline, they in that uh, supermarket for, like, three days?
2: Um... Two three days? Two, I think two. It might be three. Yeah, two three days.
3: I distinctly remember them going to bed at one point.
2: Yeah, they do. And then also Thomas Jane like passes out at one point and They're just like, you slept the entire day. So yeah. I, it might actually be three days. Yeah. Also Thomas Shane, not that great in this. I'm sorry, but everyone else really raises raises up uh, the
0: entire movie. He's fine. Yeah. He he is he's fine. Just, he's that's all he's ever been and stuff is fine. Yeah. He I still mean, hasn't like. In, in in like twenty years, he hasn't really done anything that you're like, that's my Thomas Jane.
2: No, the the closest is the rest of development when he's just Thomas Jane, and that's actually <laughs> decently funny.
0: Yeah.
3: Andre
2: Brower I in this still, great He
3: he sells one particular moment in this movie very well.
0: <laughs> oh, the end? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah. he sells I'll give you that. <laughs> one fun moment. It, it, yeah, this could have been somebody else, but yeah. then I think the movie would have been probably way more expensive. Yeah. yeah. this movie was yeah, he, budget. He's,
1: he's kinda of, he's kind of perfect though for it. Like it gives it it kind of the the right feeling of like, yeah, like I think anyone else bigger would have been maybe distracting.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like, you can't what role could you associate him with at this time? Like thirteen years ago. It's not like you knew him. Oh, you saw that shitty Punisher movie? No, yeah. so you don't know this guy from anything. He could he can be a regular person. Also, Tom Jane's a likable schlub. He is a likable schlub.
2: That's that that is fairly accurate.
0: Were you uh, a part of the the Hung Squad? Did you watch Hung? I never watched Hung. <laughs> never saw an episode. You weren't a hanger on. I don't know what they call themselves. Um, <laughs> show was dumb.
1: I, 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 yeah, see you it, know, I was happy that it existed
0: so he had a paycheck. Yeah,
1: it sounded <laughs> it was dumb one of the, It was one of those shows of like, not for me, but good for you, bud.
2: It's artillery closer with
0: Kira Sedgwick, like one of those sort of things. Yes. Yeah. We were just got a TV cheers. show, but like, you're not watching it. This, I mean, I don't know if it makes you know if it makes Kevin Bacon
1: happy whatever Keira Cedric wants to do
0: that's fair that's a real patriarchy way of thinking about <laughs> what a woman wants <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: on that note I will take over and start talking about my film yeah <laughs> um just uh, as as we get closer to it um we all told each other what we would be watching but we made Alex keep his a secret for literally no reason um,
2: <laughs> We, it's a funny game.
3: So I just, I just feel it like we didn't funny. sell the anticipation early enough.
2: That's true.
3: Alex is gonna tell us a movie later that we don't know what he watched.
2: It could be nothing.
3: <laughs> it could have been nothing.
1: Um, I'll never tell. <laughs> it's uh, not. It's not
3: that movie. <laughs> no, it's not. I watched the 2008 film Pontypool. Never heard of it before. It is, a, I like okay. this movie. You've seen it.
1: I have. Uh, yeah, I actually really dug this movie well, back in the day. I don't know if it holds up. but I
2: thought it was going to be I
1: Alex Wapston really cool. for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Zombie Zamb- Z- movie? Uh, kind of, yeah. So it's a 2008 film. It's Canadian.
1: It's um, <laughs> oh. uh, so polite. <laughs> uh,
3: a, radio, a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. So the the main character of this film is kind of a, like, disgraced Don Imus character.
2: Okay.
3: Um, so he's, like you know, a, like a big city shock jock that is working in some, like, tiny little northern, like, Ontario town. Um, and just, like, he, they start getting these weird calls from people around the town about all these, like, attacks going on. And, you, and it kind of feels like zombies. They're not exactly zombies once you gets down to it. Um, but it kind of feels like zombies, but they don't know if it's a hoax or anything because it's only, like, three people in this tiny little radio station. So the entire movie takes place there, hmm. and it's and it plays this really good, like, interesting sort of uh, game with you that, like, you do not know what's happening. It, it never shows you what's going on outside. When they're getting it, a...
1: It, it, it's just a call-in show, right? Yeah. If, if memory serves? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so when they're getting a call from, like... um, one of their reporters on the street or when they're getting a call from like the police, when they're getting a call from someone in hiding, they don't show you that. They only show you the reactions from the people in the radio station trying to figure out what's going on. And then even at one point, like they, the radio station gets a call from BBC News that's like, so we've been following this story and we have all this information, but it's all like information you don't have any context for. So it's you kind of feel the terror of the people locked in this house, in this station that they have no idea what's going on. And it's really interesting uh where it where it heads with all that and what it builds. And it is does feel very claustrophobic because of that. Interesting. And it's kinda like Yeah, go ahead, Alex.
1: No, I was gonna say like I I felt like all that stuff like is kinda jogging my memory. I think like the the way the tension builds in this movie is is super cool. Uh because again, everyone is just sort of taking everything, uh, everyone on the word and kind of on face value, and also not believing it, and it's just like, it's varying levels, if I remember of like, I don't know, tension and tears.
3: Yeah, because as I said, like, it feels, and it sounds like a zombie setup, but they're, because they're, they kind of uh, like, almost come to not be zombies, you just don't know what's happening, and you have, like, for the bulk of the film, you have very, very little to do with any of the actual people on the outside. When that finally comes along later, it's kind of interesting, because because how it's very different from what you were probably uh, picturing earlier. Um, yeah, so as I said, it, it creates this like nice, tense, claustrophobic feeling. It does take this very, very weird turn in like the last quarter, when it starts to kind of give you a reason, or at least what they think is happening, oh. and how this is starting, and also a potential way to stop it. But it does a very good job of you really not being sure. Okay. If that's even the case. But it, it but it's a weird turn. And if you're on board for it, um, I think you'll really like it. Because I, I enjoy, even if it was the truth of what was happening. I really yeah. like it. All it, this stuff where it goes.
1: I feel like this movie came about at kind of the right time too. This is like sort of like past the time like i I mean we haven't quite gotten like the walking dead show yet and people going to that but like zombie fever was was hitting at that time so like zombie exactly or not i feel like it was definitely in the cultural zeitgeist at that time
3: yeah oh yeah it it plays on all of that so well and it probably would have i probably would have liked it even more if i saw it in 2008 because it really was the perfect time for it i am Dropping you guys a photo of the main character so you can see like the Don Imus thing I'm talking about Um, But uh, yeah, Uh, I highly suggest checking it out um, if you can find it uh, uh, Streaming it was on it was on Netflix for a long time.
1: Yeah, what did you see
2: Uh, Is it streaming anywhere now or or do I'm I just gonna go rent this? uh, You can rent it. I mean if I think if you try really hard you can find it online Oof. Um, Sounds very difficult. You know, wink, wink. Ah, you mean Amazon.com. I hear you. <laughs> yes. But, yeah.
3: Um, oh, sorry. The, I, 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 I completely forgot that you gave me control over this. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, check out Potty Pool if you got nothing to do. Um, oh, so, Alex, the moment I've been waiting for for, for a while, yes. our listeners only just heard about... <laughs> Uh, and
1: trust me, they are flipping. Pull um, that curtain back, bud. So, all right, guys. You, you know, we're, we're just four guys,
0: um, you know, quarantined, <laughs> uh,
1: you know, in New York City. And uh, you know something about about New York? Uh, there's over 8 million people in New York, and over 3 million of them are cell phone users.
2: Oh, no. It used
1: to be a mark of insanity. To watch someone talk to themselves, now it's a mark of status. You know, if every time a phone rings, it has to be answered. That's why I answered the call of 2002's Joel Schumacher classic, Phone Booth. <laughs>
2: wow. Yes. Awesome. A quarantined outside movie. I like it. This
1: I saw this in the theaters. Did you really? And Yes, I did, oh, man. and I've not seen it since, and that would have been you know eighteen years ago. Um, and and to to jog people's memory, this is Colin Farrell plays Stu Shepherd. He's a publicist who's the dirtbag He's got like
0: oh, you know, just like the
1: those. he's got a bottom like just the bottom part of the goatee, like <laughs> it's like the really just the really goatee part of it.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> he's got like uh, he's wearing like like a like a uh, a purple like silk shirt and everything like that he's just a real a real new york scumbag and he's like i'm gonna call this person and say i'm gonna get him in a newspaper and then i'm gonna like he's like yeah, I'm gonna be mean to some other people and <laughs> he makes every day guys he goes to a phone booth um i believe it is 53rd and 8th The last... They were saying, like, the last enclosed phone booth in Manhattan, which I don't know if it was at that time, but I had to imagine that's... It is also really funny, because I don't... Here's a question. Had the show 24 started at this point in two thousand? Okay. Interesting. (laughs) For two reasons. Actually, it might have. Okay, because this movie loves picture-in-picture, and (laughs) it is obsessed with it. Like, every every few minutes like something
0: else will be like more people walking down the street in like one little box this show would have this movie would have came out uh after the first after the second season of 24 okay because the
1: bad guy in phone booth if you remember is Kiefer Kiefer. Sutherland and between like lots of picture in picture and Kiefer I'm like 24 must have been big (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) this movie, it's, it's, if you look at the reviews from the time, it's a lot of people being like, it's surprisingly good for a Joel Schumacher movie, uh, and a movie that it takes all place in all one spot. They're like, they really sold you on like the, the tenseness of it because, uh, uh, Colin Farrell goes in there into the phone booth and he, uh, he gets a pizza delivered to him right away. And it's a, or just so you guys know, it's a half pepperoni, half mushroom pizza. Ugh.
0: ooh! Why would okay. you just mix pepperoni and mushroom throughout? Yeah, I, I know, because that's my that's one of my favorite types of pizza. And this Man. is obviously
1: this is this is indeed one of the most important plot points in the film, um, because he likes he's like telling like the pizza guy like, hey, get out of here. And Kiefer starts, and they start like, um, Kiefer's just kind of like he's just a an incel is kind of what I gathered watching this movie 18 years later. Yeah. Um, because he's just, like, mad that Colin Farrell calls uh, Katie Holmes, who's in this, and who talks, who's, like, an actress trying to come up, and he's just trying to, like, Colin Farrell's is trying to bang her and being a scumbag. Um, okay. And and uh, Katie Holmes, actually, funny enough, she says she has to go because her and her scene partner are running lines of Jerry Maguire. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, my God. Oh. So, a fun little thing there. I'm jumping on the couch right now. Uh yeah. So um and and so Kiefer's like mad for the most part being like you call this other lady every day and you just be like and he, all he did was like hey, listen this is comeback, but he's just like hey, I want to introduce you to people in town. <laughs> so Chad Chad Colin Farrell is just really <laughs> making the The Virgin Keeper Sutherland angry. Um, But yeah, he's just like, call your wife, who's the lady from the Silent Hill movie. Robert Mitchell? Uh, Yep. Uh, He's like, call your wife and say you like this other chick. (laughs) And that's kind of the basis of the next hour of the
0: movie. I don't remember any of this.
1: Neither do I. It's not that like... And then there's there's like a portion of about 10 minutes where... um, there's, like, sex workers in the area because it's, you know, it's Times, squ- not Times square They really, I think, at the time, they had very cartoonish <laughs> prostitutes in this. And It got to the point where it was a little offensive. And there's supposed <laughs> to be the, the uh, like, the comedic relief in this. Like, at one point, they, like, hit the phone booth and tell him to get out. And she was like, oh, you made me hurt my dick hand. And, like, these are supposed to be, like, the laugh lines.
3: <laughs> and you're just like, meh.
1: All right. No thanks, phone booth. Um and uh so Keeper Sudland ends up shooting uh like one of like the like the I guess the, the pimp of the group or whatever like that. Um and that's what brings the police there. Forrest Whitaker uh is the police chief trying to talk him down, who believes him way too early that there's something <laughs> else happening here. Uh, and his wife is just like oh I guess I did receive a call earlier saying that all this stuff was going to happen he <laughs> doesn't really bring that up for a long time this movie's very stupid and their idea of like it being tense and scary and stuff like that is just kind of like shaking the camera around a lot and like again between a lot of different picture-in-pictures <laughs> it's uh, it is not funny enough to be funny bad and it's just kind of is just kind of there,
2: like. Did they bro, originally want Jim Carrey for this movie? They did. Wow. And the wait, in which role? Colin Farrell. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, he was originally, I think, supposed to be in the phone booth, and it didn't work out. So then uh, him and Schumacher made the number twenty three instead. So they they really showed everyone.
1: Um, <laughs> but you get things like Colin Farrell uh, does you star six nine. Right away. Wow! So you're using like the tools of the time, you do see a Net Zero ad the entire time behind him.
2: Classic. Just, <laughs> yeah,
1: which I don't even remember what Net Zero was. I imagine it was just cheap. It was money. an
2: internet on uh, like it was like it was AOL free... but like free. Yeah, it was a free internet provider.
1: <laughs> yeah, at one point the oh boy, at one point the prostitutes yell, "He's got the AIDS!" at Colin Farrell a bunch no, of times. Oh no, they don't. Yep, <laughs> this, this movie doesn't love. <laughs> A lot of people in New York. <laughs> it's
3: strange uh, but it doesn't sound like it has the uh, the light touch that we know from uh, Joel Schumacher.
2: Yeah,
1: seriously. Um, yeah, like again, it's it's like the one part where it's like supposed to be like he's at making Confer like do like edgy stuff is being like he had to ask Forrest Whitaker if he couldn't satisfy his wife. Again, adding to it, Keeper Subloden is an incel in this movie. That is what it's about. His main problem is that Colin Farrell called Katie Holmes. Uh, yeah, this movie's not as enter- entertaining as I thought it was going to be. Um, is it good? Bad? Eh, it's fine. It's actually like it, overall, like it's it's the kind of thing that like a bro would have been like, "This movie is crazy." Watching it in their dorm room in two thousand three,
0: like that's what it's designed for. But like, yeah. it's actually a pretty crazy movie. It's just Are they, a like the voice. same types of people who like that movie Vantage Point, which I'm assuming is also just this movie? Yes, 100%. That,
1: that is the one where... It's like four different cameras, isn't it? Yep, and yeah. they're trying to figure out where, like, the shooter is? Yep. Yeah. Is it's Forrest exactly Whitaker insane. in that, too? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's him and get... Matthew Fox. Yes. yes. Forrest Whitaker is the most trusting police
0: chief of all time. <laughs> Honestly... He's, But the thing is, he usually just lets the, like, whoever s- says the crazy thing, he's like, well, I believe him. Yeah. Even in, and- like, Taken 3, he's a cop. He's always, like, chasing somebody he shouldn't be chasing.
1: But also, okay, so weird social. The time this movie tries to have a social conscience, though, which is really, really, really just is they're, like, they bring up, like... You know, you get shot forty one times by the cops just for showing your wallet. We're not gonna let that happen here with this white guy. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so they're like they learned oh their lessons God. from was Like, no, not again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this. Yeah,
1: I might have to put this. Yeah, on. this movie kind of it can suck in a great way sometimes, but it's
0: Listen, we live in a quarantine world. This is up my alley. I just it. Uh, love-
3: we stumbled on that Forrest Whitaker is the most trusting actor in the world, even though he has the most incredulous look on his face at all times.
0: Even in The Last King of Scotland, where he's a legitimate psychopath, I was like, I like him, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can get behind this guy. Oh, he's murdering people? Oh, did they ask to be murdered? <laughs> I'm sure oh, he has they his didn't. reasons. They probably wrote it down somewhere. (laughs) He knows their hearts. Yeah. Well,
1: you know what? The better, it's all in real time though, guys.
0: Oh, that's that's right. right. It's like an 80 something minute movie, right? It's like an 80, it's about like an 86
1: minute long movie. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah. So I guess, uh, kind of connected to last week, uh, you know, just like we saw last week, uh, you know, the past and the present could have been way worse than it is right now. And, uh, just think, you could be currently quarantined in a phone booth in, in like, fucking Midtown.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you
1: know, at least I'd have a pizza with me.
2: Oh, yeah, you do have that pizza. Oh, that's, uh, that's accurate, yeah. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't want to t- I mean, come on. Can you really trust the... Th- come on. In This time- This
0: is a complete aside before we get out of here. Uh, did you guys know that Forrest Whitaker is starring in a Netflix original Christmas musical film called Jingle Jangle?
2: I did not. Where he
0: plays a man named Geronicus Jangle.
2: Oh my god tune in for our
1: review oh, yeah Kegel,
0: seriously also starring Kegel, keegan out? michael key oh i thought you said Keegan michael key for a second <laughs> no, keegan michael key it comes yeah. out uh yeah i'm assuming around the holidays tomorrow Geronicus yeah. jangle that's an amazing i can't one. wait
2: that sounds great fair enough <laughs> all right and uh, So I guess that is that And I'll take us home You can find us on the webmoviepodcast.com You can find Russ on Twitter, Instagram Other things At Russ Incredible You can find Peter on Letterboxd At Funky Bankman. Alex, you had homework for two weeks in a row Shit <laughs> I hope this oh. is a bit for forever This has to be a bit for forever now <laughs> Just
1: find me on Shit Steam, I don't
2: know. <laughs> you can find Alex on Steam. Um, no, you, you won't even actually right now. No, nope? all right. Well, you can find me on Steam, I guess. Um, you can find Alex on uh PlayStation, the PlayStation Network, and uh, Chip. there you go. Yeah, uh, and I will
1: go ahead. I'll, I'll play uh, that Call of Duty <laughs> Battle Royale with all of you guys. And there you talk go. Talk to you about, I don't know, phone booth. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go, there you go, and you can it's find this content. podcast by looking for the Priest and the keeper which is the name of our improv troupe, who probably won't be having an improv tro- uh, improv show in April. Um, no, uh, actually, definitely not April. Uh, I think that the uh, the quarantine is or whatever it is uh, through the twentieth. Our show would have been the nineteenth. Um, so let's just say June. We'll see you guys in Queens. Um, but that's it from me. And I think that's it from us. We will see you next week with a new Off Topic cast. Uh, so thank you all for listening to the Movie Movie Podcast. Bye, friends.
1: Cancel the phone.